This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 2nd of November. Justin Boy, last month we spoke about Combank's market share in the mortgage industry declining. Two months in a row. Yep. Well, now it's hit the hat trick. Oh, no. Three months of declining market share. And this is the first time since 2004 that they've hit this undesirable <laughs> hat trick. Flux fam, yesterday on the pod, we mentioned that we'll be changing the pod structure to three days per week. That's Monday, that's Wednesday and Friday from November 20th this year. So it's more important than ever for you to hit that subscribe or follow button in your podcast player to make sure you've always got the latest episodes in your feed. That doesn't mean there'll be less flux in your life though. You can expect much more in the flux app. So if you haven't hit that follow or subscribe, make sure to do it right now. Three essential stories today, Juzzy boy. Let's do it. For our first. Cotton On has hit the major milestone of more than $2 billion in revenue for the 2023 financial year and has no plans of slowing down. Tell you what, with all those printed t-shirts of theirs, it does not surprise me, man. So tell me more. Okay, Cotton On was founded all the way back in 1991 in Victoria. Yep, its founder was selling denim jackets out of the boot of his car at a Geelong market. Now, if we fast forward 30 years, mm-hmm. Jazzy Boy, Cotton On has grown to over 1,500 stores wow. across 22 countries. Now, Jazzy Boy, Cotton On has managed to grow its total revenue to $2.2 billion. That's for the 2023 financial year. And that's a 4% jump from last year, despite the slowdown in retail spending. And on top of that, a tasty $454 million wow. in earnings before interest tax depreciation and amortization for the year as well. But Brett, Cotton On and its teas with David Bowie, Guns N' Roses and Metallica have serious plans to grow rapidly. And just wait, the growth isn't focused on Australia only. It's all about bringing the Aussie lifestyle brand to the world. So what is the key learning here? When expanding globally, culture and vibe might just be your best product. Cotton On is trying to export the Aussie lifestyle as one of their unique selling propositions. And this allows them to differentiate in new markets. Think about it, B-Man. They aren't just offering a t-shirt. They're selling a slice of Australian music festivals abroad. Uh Uh-huh. And this isn't a new type of play. Mm -hmm. We've seen it with other Aussie-founded brands like Billabong and Aussie surf culture as well. We've seen it with IKEA, which did the same by exporting Swedish design. Complete with delicious Swedish meatballs in their stores. (laughs) Yum. So, Cotton On is taking a leaf out of the books of companies that have succeeded before them. For our second story, WeWork is planning to file for bankruptcy as early as next week after it's still struggling with massive debts and mm. big losses. Story just goes from bad to worse for WeWork, B-Man. Mm. So what is going on here? So WeWork was founded back in 2010 as one of the first co-working spaces with that community vibe. Think beer on tap, cider mm. on tap, events in the spaces. Not to forget the culty workplace culture mm. that was created. Now in 2019, during the boom years, WeWork managed to raise money at a valuation of, get this, 47 billion US dollars. But in the build-up to go public that year, the company's business model really came under fire. Yep, investors saw the enormous losses in the business and the questionable business practices too. <laughs> Jazzy Boy, WeWork finally did list mm-hmm. in 2021 and that was at a valuation of 9 billion US dollars. An 80% haircut to its <laughs> previous valuation. But now with billions in debt and billions in mm-hmm. losses, WeWork is expected to file for bankruptcy because the business model just ain't working. And those frothy tech valuations of 2020 and 2021 are really biting investors in the backside now. Mm-hmm. So what is the key learning here? When the hype fades, the financial ramifications 
can be severe. Jazzy Boy, you know it. Hindsight is a beautiful mm-hmm. thing, but looking back at the tech valuations from 2020, they have hurt a lot of investors. Including WeWork's investors. Mm-hmm. There have been a number of large tech or tech-based companies mm-hmm. that have seen their valuations nosedive since 2020. Yep. Think Klarna, the buy now pay later company, raised it over 46 billion US dollars in June 2021. Then they raised it a $6.7 billion valuation only wow. 12 months later. Instacart, the US-based grocery delivery service, raised it 39 billion US dollars in 2021. And then listed on the NASDAQ at 9.9 wow. billion US dollars. So WeWork's expected bankruptcy is a pretty stark reminder of the risks of FOMO and frothy valuations. Mm-hmm. For our third and final story, Anheuser-Busch InBev, the parent company of Bud Light Beer, is looking at live entertainment to lift its dwindling sales. Absolutely been a roller coaster mm-hmm. for Bud Light, Jazzy Boy. What's going on here? All right, so Anheuser-Busch InBev is the world's biggest brewing company dating back to the 1850s. Now, they own brands like Budweiser mm-hmm. and Hogarden, Stella Artois, and of course, Bud Light. Now, Anheuser-Busch has just reported a 14% drop in revenue in their third quarter earnings. Pretty much as sales of their Bud Light beer completely sank because of a boycott of Bud Light from some of their more traditional consumers. That was after Bud Light's partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. And man, after all of this, the beer company is shifting gears in their marketing and it's looking at means to reverse its plunging sales. So what is the key learning here? Sometimes by standing for a social issue, a business can find itself stuck between a stock and a hard place. <laughs> you see, Brett, Bud Light's alignment with the transgender community alienated a massive chunk of its more traditional consumer base. In fact, Anheuser-Busch saw its core profit drop by over 28% wow. in the three months following. So now they're staying away from social issues altogether to protect sales. And instead, they're looking at live sports mm-hmm. and concerts to market Bud Light. And it's all starting with their new partnership with the <laughs> UFC as their official beer sponsor. Foxam, we love updating you with the latest business news so you can become smarter than your boss, your friend, your family every single day. It's more important than ever to hit that subscribe or follow button to make sure you've always got the latest episodes in your feed. So Flux fam, open your phone and hit that subscribe or follow button. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.